everyone, and welcome to the JC and Bill Sportscast. It's your first Sunday without pro football. Hope you guys are surviving real well. I, I know I'm doing good. How about you, JC? I want this crap beer because it's a sad day. <laughs> oh, I There's hockey on, golf. But I might have to turn to cricket. Oh. Cricket's a seven-day match. Yeah. Can you imagine? Mm. No, I'm doing well though. I'll tell you what, man. It was a, it was a, it was a he double stick of a Super Bowl. Oh, we could say that word. That that's not a bad word. Okay. Yes. Yeah, we could we could say hell. Okay, that's, so it was a hell of a Super Bowl, and I see my boys in the white and the black stripes. Represented once again. Hmm. Out of nowhere, after the first half, they were nervy. So, I mean, I was getting Twitter feeds from my from my ref buddies going, "Are the refs even doing anything?" But they came out after the halftime show, which has got to have been one of the greatest halftime shows ever. They came out. They did what they had to do. I mean, honestly, I have to give credit to the refs. Because up until the very end, they let him play. They let them play. I mean, yeah, the missed uh, face mask call was a biggie, but that ended up not being the determining factor of the game. But but the third and goal hole did. Oh, God. My dad was so upset. He was, you know, I I, I can't say what he said on here, but he was... He was PO'd, I'll say that much, because he he was rooting for the Bengals to win the game. Um, I like I said in my video that I did, I picked the Rams to win, but I was rooting for the Bengals. So I, you know, it didn't matter to me who won. I just was hoping we'd get a good game and we ended up getting a pretty good football game. Yeah, you know what we did? I, I watched first half in the garage, and then I came into the house, watched the halftime with the wife, because obviously we grew up in that era of music. Mm-hmm. And I watched the second half, and I got a bunch of Bengal fans who were, you know, they were upset, but they said, you know, we were, we we made it there, we had a run, we'll celebrate. I'll tell you what, and I'm, I'm going to say this right now, I would not be surprised if we see the Bengals back in the Super Bowl in a few years. That yeah. is a good team, and they came one penalty away from possibly winning the Super Bowl. Yeah. So, to all my Cincinnati Bengal fans out there, you won the FC Championship on January 30th of 2022. Mm-hmm. That day lands on my birthday. <laughs> so there's no more excuses to forget my birthday, Bengal fans. <laughs> Actually, there's no more excuses for me to forget your birthday. <laughs> oh man! No, I, I'll tell you what, man. It was a hell ride. I watched videos. My buddies were pumped up. It was it was pretty good to see, right? I mean, it was a new team going in there against a team that pretty much bought themselves a Super Bowl. Yeah, they did. And you know, I mean, next year, this is my bold prediction. I'm saying right now, next year's Super Bowl. The Broncos versus the Packers 
with Aaron Rodgers leading the Broncos Ooh. versus Jordan Love leading the Packers and Jordan Love winning his first Super Bowl. We will come back to that in six months when we do our preview show. <laughs> if that stays the same. Because as Call of right now. Yeah, as of right now, I'm holding you to it. We'll see in six months when we do our preview show. Yes. Um, but you know what? I was gonna save this till later. We're gonna do this now, since we're talking about the end of the football season and predictions and stuff. One of the things that I brought up with me, because I'm on the road this week, everyone, is my little my little book, my little fat book. And this is where I write notes for uh, when I, you know, do other podcasts and stuff. But there was one thing that I did manage to write down a long time ago that I wanted to go back to when the end of the season came. So we're going to go back right now and see how JC and Bill did on their predictions of the entire football season. So for everyone that one of us or both of us got wrong, we get this. We get the Price is Right losing horn. That's right. You have your horn, I have my horn. (laughs) And did you know you could buy a shirt with a horn on it? Ooh, that's not that's not a bad idea. Maybe I should do. Maybe we should do that. <laughs> so next year, when we go to spring training somewhere and do a live show somewhere, because mm-hmm. we don't know if there'll be spring train this year. I doubt it by this point. We'll each have a shirt with a horn that makes a noise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be tight. Okay, so. As I said, I have our picks from when we did our pre, you know, our preseason predictions. Yep. And we're gonna go in the order that we had it in. Now, of course, I, I probably should have said this to JC. Well, he didn't know that we were gonna do this, but I'm just gonna say it now. JC might not hear the horn when we're recording, but when you guys are listening to it, you're definitely gonna hear the horn. Okay. So. Let's start off with how we did in the NFC uh, South. Almost said West, but it's actually the South. Okay. Because because that's who had the Super Bowl champions last year. We both said that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers would win the division. And they did. So we're off to a good start. We both had the Green Bay Packers winning the NFC North. And they did. And now our first horn. Uh One of us had the Seattle Seahawks winning the NFC West. And the other had the Rams winning the NFC West. I believe it was you that picked the Seahawks. 
That is correct. I did predict the Seahawks would win the West. So that horn goes to me. <laughs> now, to the NFC East, which, oh. which got better this year. Record-wise, it got better. Yep. However, we both predicted that the team formerly known as the Washington football team would win the division. And they did not. No, they finished 7-10. and 10. The Cowboys won the NFC East. And the Seahawks, I have to mention this real quick, they finished 7-10 and 10 in the NFC West. Now, to our wild card picks. We both had the Chicago Bears making the playoffs. Bears finished six and eleven. <laughs> I like it. I had the Rams making the playoffs as yeah. a wild card, but I but I did have them in the playoffs, so I don't get horned for this one. But you also had you also had the Seahawks making the playoffs. Yes. And if it wasn't for a pinky or a broken finger, they might have made the playoffs. Who knows? Who knows? And for our final selections, you had the 49ers making it as a wild card, and I had the Cardinals making it as a wild card, and they both did. So we didn't do too bad with the NFC. Nope, I think we did pretty good. Yeah, I think we did pretty doggone good. Okay, now to the AFC. We're going to start with the AFC West. We both had the Chiefs winning the AFC West, and they did. Yep. They, went tw- they went 12 and 5. That, that was a dicey pick, though, man, because they started off flat. They did. They really did. You know, was... They picked it up, and... To our credit, and I called it, Hebert is not a great quarterback and will never win an AFC West title. To the AFC East, we both had the Buffalo Bills winning that division. Yes. And they did. They went 11-6. and six. So they won by one game over New England and two games over Miami. We both had the Tennessee Titans winning the AFC South. And they did. They went they went 12 and 5. Yep. And that is where our success ends. (laughs) Here we go. The AFC North. We both had the Cleveland Browns winning the division. Yes. When do, we, when do we hop off the Cleveland Browns train? Well, they went eight and nine. Yeah. So, I don't know what to say. Now to the wild cards. 
<laughs> this should be fun. <laughs> oh, this is going to be great. We both had the Chargers as a wild card team. Yeah, and you know what? It was looking good until that overtime against the Raiders. Mm-hmm. And that's what a dismal organization franchise does. Yep. Chargers went nine and eight. Yep. JC, you had the Baltimore Ravens as a wild card team. I had the Miami Dolphins as a wild card team. They're close. Uh, the Ravens went eight and nine. Miami went nine and eight. Finally, JC had the Indianapolis Colts as a wild card team, and I also had the Ravens as a wild card team. Oh. I hope you are enjoying this sound, folks. <laughs> No, that's, that's what's fun about predictions, though, because, you know, you have fun, right? You pick who you think would happen, and through the season, I mean, the Colts had a chance. The they Dolphins came out of nowhere to make it close. Mm-hmm. The Ravens kind of fell down, and nobody had the Bengals. No one. not no. We, we did not have them as a factor at all in the division. Nope. Okay, now. To our Super Bowl predictions. Mine did not make it past the, the rounds. We both had Tampa Bay going back to the Super Bowl. Yep. However, we both went different on the AFC. Yes. You had... The Buffalo Bills. I had the Kansas City Chiefs. Yep. And you know what? That was that was a that was a hell of a playoff game. That that was incredible. You know, that, um, that ranks up in the top five of playoff games I've ever seen. That was one that you hated to see someone lose, but unfortunately. Yep. And, and then and it all stems back to the fact that you can't lose early in September and try to make your way back. Yeah. You know, Bills lost some key games that they should have won. Mm-hmm. Would have been a whole story, but they didn't. They ended up going to Kansas City where they lost. Yep. You know. And to wrap it up, JC had the Bills winning the Super Bowl, and I had the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl. Seriously, who thought that it would have been? I mean, the Rams, yeah, I could have seen it happening. But nobody nobody had the Bengals. Nope. Nobody. Not even even the Rams didn't have the Bengals. Yeah. You know, but, but I'll tell you what, man. It's a good ride. It's a good ride when your team makes it there when it's unexpected. Mm-hmm. You know, you get pumped up. I mean, I've watched where the Stanley Cup 
finals where the Canucks made it in 82 and 94. Right. Uh, it's worse when your team expects to get there and lose. Oh, it's the worst feeling in the world. Yeah. You know. It, it really is. But um, those were our picks. And for the most part, we did a respectable job, I thought. If this is baseball, we're Hall of Fame material. <laughs> yeah, put put my uh put my plaque next to uh Babe Ruth, please. <laughs> Mine will be right beside Pete Rose and Shoeless Joe Jackson. Oh, so it'll never happen. <laughs> Trey will be on the other side of the Hall of Fame. Just kidding, just kidding, just kidding. Yeah. Uh, I will go. To all our football fans out there, it was a hell of a season. It was. You know, I think we really enjoyed the fans fighting each other in the stands, which we'll never get. You know, I mean, the players all hug it out at the end of the game, right? They're all friends. They're all in, the, they're all in an eternity called the union. Mm-hmm. And yet we'll have to beat the hell of each other because you wear the wrong jersey. Right. But they keep those... Keep those coming. Cowboy fans, Eagle fans, Rams fans, Rams fans, Niner fans, Raider fans. Keep them coming, man. You know, because one day there will be a reckoning when that, when that, hopefully that stuff stops. Yeah. Right. I mean, we don't want to see it. To be honest, we do, we do not. I mean, I get just, I watch it, but I get disappointed. I mean, what's the point? Yeah. Right. You know, but overall, I think it was a good season. We learned a lot. The 17 games are interesting. I mean, next year, I think we're playing. I, I think we're, I don't know, we're playing some team, I think, from the from the AFC South or something. I don't know how this works. Yeah. Right? 15 years ago, if you finished first, you play a team that finished fourth this year. I don't understand it. I you know. I think we got the Browns this coming season, so. Oh, the Commanders versus the Browns. Yeah, we're going to command some Browns. <laughs> I, I like that, man. You know, and of course, off the wall, the Commanders is a team name. All right. We've, we haven't done a show in a few weeks because I was under the weather last week. Yeah, and now so, Bill's still in. I'm, I'm doing a lot better, folks. I'm going to give you all my honest opinion on the name. And honest, my honest opinion is, eh, I don't really care. It's a name. It's like when you, this is a bad comparison, but I'm going to say it anyway. It's like when you name your child, like, you know, like when, like when I'm just going to pretend JC has a love child and he named his child Zach. Everyone would be like, oh, that's a good name, Zach. That's a good name. But with teams, it's this weird thing because it's like, oh, okay, that's our name. Like, the Guardian's name is horrendous. That yeah. name will always be a terrible name to me. Yeah. For me, with the Commanders, I'm just like, eh, okay. Whatever. Let's just move on. You know? And and I understand the backlash, but you also have to kind of consider 
where the team is, Washington, D.C., where you have Capitals, Nationals, D.C. United, all, you know, patriotic, D.C.-affiliated names. And, And I know right now the commander's name is not being liked, and it's going to take a while to, you know, it's going to take a while to say it. And there are those that will always call them the Redskins. I probably will. Not because, you know, oh, it's an offensive name. That's what we grew up on. Yep. And that's it, what you have, right? That's what right. that's the team that you ran with, right? It's the Redskins. I mean, right. myself, I'm going to call this team the football team. And like, and I'll use another example. The Dodgers, when they moved to L.A., those fans in Brooklyn probably never, you know, growing up, never will recognize them as the L.A. Dodgers. They will probably always regard to them as the Brooklyn Dodgers. Yeah. So, honestly, I'm like, eh, whatever. No big deal. I'm. I'm we, we, did a whole sh- we did a show on their names. Yeah, we did. And we went through the list. Yes. yes, and I believe when you said commanders, I was like, Meh. right, you do, you were. But, but I will say something because everybody hates the Cowboys, right? Mm-hmm. So when you look at the standings, and football hasn't started yet, right? We're going into week one. This is my theory. Washington went. You know what? You have the Cowboys, and we call ourselves the Commanders. For that one week only, we will be first. That's that's very possible. Although, I will say, and I'm sure you've seen them by now, JC, that burgundy and black jerseys, oh my God, they look fantastic. I love them. I yes, they, love I'll tell them. They will. Now, what about a new stadium, Washington? Because that is the crappiest stadium. I have heard probably in five years, they're still trying to figure out if it's going to be DC or Northern Virginia. I really hope it doesn't go to Northern Virginia. Put yeah, it hope- in DC, put it in RFK. That's where it needs to be. Yep, totally agree. And if you have, and, if, and I'm going to say this before we you know, move on to other topics. If you never went to RFK, man, that was that was magic. That was magic, yep. man. You when people say that you could feel the stadium shake, it's legit. It is legit. I went when I was a kid. I went to some Redskins games with my dad and RFK. That is a legitimate statement. That stadium shook and you enjoyed it. You loved it. Even if the team sucked, you enjoyed it. Yep. And, and, you know, those are the old stadiums. Thousands upon thousands of tons of concrete that would resonate. The Forum, Maple Leaf Gardens, Chicago Stadium. Mm-hmm. People walked in there, you were terrified. Because that's the way those stadiums were built. Now... They go in there, it's like a country club. 
Yeah, it is. It you really know, is. And I'll even put down this one. I'll even put down to the best barn in the WHL years ago was Medicine Hat. Okay. This place was the dumpiest stadium you would have ever seen. The fans were on top, but it was all concrete. And there's players come out there and said, man, that's the one stadium we don't want to play in. One arena we don't want to be near. Because we started chanting. We started going. The whole place would shake. I'll tell you what, to kind of add on to that, the Capitol Center, that was a place you didn't want to go. Oh, my God. Yep. Especially when it got loud. Like, we used to have, like, you know, you know how some stadiums, not all stadiums, they measure, like, the loudness yep. of the fans. We had that. It would be on the wall of the arena, and it would be into the hundreds. Like, this was before Kansas City broke all sound barrier records and stuff. And it's between be like, Tennessee and Seattle. It would be, like, 102, 103 at times. Ah, miss those places. Yep. And you know what? And that thing is, you go there, it's like, you know what? You're rocking, you're rolling. The players get pumped up, you're pumped up, you know? And then we get to the tragic story of the Arizona Coyotes. <laughs> who are going to play, and this is now being criticized. Even the unions starting to step up in a 5,000 arena for people to be in there yep what a joke i mean batman needs to go if you're gonna if you're gonna battle your legacy on the arizona coyotes where you can move it to a new stadium in quebec city a new stadium in hamilton a new stadium in houston kansas city hell man grand forks would draw more people than arizona so for those that don't know what JC is talking about, starting next year, the Coyotes are going to be playing in the same arena that Arizona State plays in. And yes, Arizona State does have a hockey team. They would draw more fans than the Coyotes. They probably do. I wouldn't be surprised. Right? I mean, there's a list of stadiums that are bigger in Canada than what they're going to have in there. And we're talking all the way from Abbotsford to Quebec City to Halifax to Medicine to Lethbridge and yet 5,000. And when you're and when you're a revenue-based sport like hockey is, why is the, why are the players standing up for this? Wouldn't you want to make more millions? I mean, if they go to Quebec City, I guarantee you, the salary cap goes up at least $2 million. Mm-hmm. Guarantee you. I, uh, okay, this is how sad it is. Because I was watching last night some minor league hockey, which I never watch because I never get it back home. And my oldest nephew was with me. And I was talking about how we, you know, down in uh, down in our area, we used to have a minor league hockey team. Yeah. And, and they used to play in this arena, which is still up, called the Showplace Arena. They get 
if you hold an event, depending on what it is, well, okay, well, we'll do hockey for this one. Yep. They can hold up to 5,500 people. Huh. And the, and the arena that the coyotes are going to play in holds 500 less than a local arena in my County in Maryland. Yeah. How sad is that? Well, I know it is sad, isn't it? It's, you know, this is a sport that will never, well, actually, you know what? This sport might take over baseball. It's possible. As a third-ranked sport in, well, fourth, because soccer's obviously taken over. You always have football, always be at the top. Then you're going to have basketball. But then you're going to have, like, golf, tennis, cricket, rugby, and then somewhere, baseball and hockey. But, man, what, what, what troubling times for the Coyotes. Because you're going to be playing in a 5,000-person uh, arena. Yeah. Like, really? You need to move this crap up to Canada. Let's end it. Let's get rid of Arizona. They're done. Right? Nobody wants to go to Arizona to begin with. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, what what what's the attraction of Arizona? Well, let's see. I mean, besides the Grand Canyon, probably desert. Yeah. Cactuses, the Diamondbacks, the Cardinals, the Cardinals, who... and and the and the Suns. They they're doing pretty good this year. Yeah. But once again, Arizona has proven to us all that. You go to a state, it should be, there should be a sign that says, welcome to Arizona, the state of losers. Yikes. <laughs> I will call out now. I mean, look at Kyle Murray. He's already wants more money for what? He hasn't done nothing. You think you deserve $40 million for doing nothing? And then you get rid of all your, all this stuff on Instagram and TikTok and Facebook saying you're not associated with them. Go back to baseball then. Right? We all know what type of quarterback you are. Wow. Just, I know. Just rip them a new one. Jeez. <laughs> I'm fired up, man. It's what you know. I mean, what who in blue meanie hell does this guy think he is demanding more money when you haven't won nothing? No, right? He hasn't won a division, he hasn't won a champ, hasn't won a playoff game, hasn't won a championship. So, why would you expect money? You know what? I'll tell you something if you want a championship, then yes, you can. Hold your team hot to you know what I want a championship, but when you haven't won nothing and you play like crap, we watched in the playoffs, he did not show up. Now that is true. He got his butt whooped when, when they played uh, the Rams that first yep. game. Yep. And this is a team that came across at uh 
that were what six and zero to start the season, mm-hmm. and then went, and then just faded away, faded away, and now he wants more money. Would you pay him forty million dollars for your quarterback? Probably not. Yeah, you know that's, and this is what they think they get. This is what they're worth. No, you're not worth that. Right? You got some of the best quarterbacks coming into an area where you can have Aaron Rodgers on the Broncos. You can have Russell Wilson in the New York Giants jersey. And you won $40 million for winning nothing? Yeah. Well, if you think JC or if you think the show is done ranting, wait a little later until I rant. <laughs> oh, I know. But hey, we need to. We do. We're gonna go off topic here. We need to have a shout out. Okay. To a man who got drafted by the Washington Nationals. Yes. Ryan Zimmerman, who retired, and congratulations. On your retirement, I always love the way you play. Always love the fact that when I saw you on TV, you played the game the right way, man. Congratulations. And now this one, I will leave this floor open to Bill. Okay. He is Mr. National. No doubt about it. This guy, basically, when he hit that home run, opening night, 2008, First home game at Nationals Park. He put the team on the map right then and there. And he has been there the entire time through the good and the bad. He had the fir- he has the first home run of the Nationals in in their history in the World Series. He he is the first one to have ever hit a home run for the Nationals in a World Series. I believe, and yes, this is going to be a little bit regency, you know, uh, uh, region, you know, regional bias, but I think it's true. I think Zimmerman's going to go to the Hall of Fame someday. I don't think he's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer, but I do see him in the Hall of Fame because he, when other players came and went, he was the face of the team. He put the team on his back, carried them, represented them with class and dignity, and was beloved by everyone. And I can say that I was there to see his last game in October, October 3rd. I was there with my dad and my nephew. And it it was like when he left, and he got that standing ovation. You just kind of knew this was the end. Yeah. I, I hope that, you know, he's got a lovely family, wife, two kids. I hope that, you know, whatever he does, he continues to have great success. I think he's a national for life. And I really hope in the years to come when he is up for election for the Baseball Hall of Fame that he is given a good consideration. Like I said, I don't think he's a first ballot Hall of Famer, but I do believe he deserves to be there. 
you carried the franchise basically for a long time. And that alone should get you in. Yep. Totally agree. So I'm and sure you watch and you watch him develop from the day he started as national to the day he retired. Exactly. Exactly. Sixteen years, third baseman, first baseman, you know, was an all around great guy. I, and I, I'm I'm sure he and his family are going to be in the area forever. So, you know, it's nothing. I think it's easy to hire him. You need I to put him in the front office. I would I wouldn't be surprised. I think they're probably going to give him some time. You know, to enjoy retirement. Because you know you're on the road half of the year. That that's a lot of time away. And so, when is the retirement? Jersey going up in Washington. Oh, that's a good question. My guess would be within a year. Is it going to happen this year? Well, that depends on if we have a season. <laughs> if we have a season this year, this is how I see it. If it's a shortened season and if it's Less than 100 games, no. If it's about 140 games, yes, I see it happening. Yeah. So we'll just, just have uh, to... Just hold on a second. I'll call my dog back. All yeah, right. But, yeah, that'd be interesting. Retired that number. Have no one ever wear that number again. Yep, yep. No, and I think it should be. I mean, it's, you know, that organization, what he's done, what he's done for the city, what he's done for everything. Mm-hmm. You know, he deserves to be. Yeah. Be well reserved and well uh, respected. Yeah. You know. Absolutely. So. And once we find what retirement date is. I think that'll be great. I'll tell you, that'll be a ceremony that I think everyone's going to come out for yep, yep. when it happens. That's for sure. Yep, I totally agree. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Just to kind of give a brief update on what's going on with the players and the owners. Nothing. There you go. <laughs> stuff, they're doing their thing. You know, it's yeah, it's quite ridiculous, isn't it? It is what it is. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. It is what it is. All right. Um today is the last day of the Olympic Games. Um it, it's actually already over. Yes. Um, it, it is technically already over. But the um, 5,000 cross country ski will end next week in China. Mm. So um, we all know. <clears throat> excuse me. Are you there? Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. No, no, it's okay. Um, so the final medal counts 
Norway ended up with the most medals, 37. Russian Olympic Committee, 32. Germany, 27. Canada, 26. The United States, 25. Those are your top five. Yes. That is pretty good. I yep. cannot be disappointed on that. Um, and now I'm going to go vent a little bit on this one. Because I'm gonna I'm gonna say what these Olympics were. These Olympics they might have been the saddest Olympic games I've ever seen. And what I mean by that is just all the sadness and you know all the things that were happening, you know, Michaela Schifrin who I honestly, I had never heard of her. She was supposed to do real good. Didn't medal. Um, you know, there were people who had COVID, but they were able to make it and all that. But the big story to me of these games, and this is, this is where I'm going to vent is with 15 year old, Camila Valieva. Yes. Who, this, this is something that you couldn't write in Hollywood. I know that's an overused saying, but this is legit. You could not write this in Hollywood. So, the week before, or a few days before, she is supposed to start competition for figure skating. They find out that she tested positive for a banned heart medicine. Yeah. Okay. So you're thinking probably the same thing I am, which is like, they're not going to let her compete. She failed a drug test. Yeah. Well, the IOC in their infinite wisdom, decided, no, we're going to let her compete. We're going to let her skate. And if she medals, there will be no ceremony whatsoever. So it's like, even if she got bronze, they're not going to celebrate and honor the other two skaters. Keep that in mind. Yeah. And then... um. The track and field star, I forget her name for the United States. I forget her name, and I apologize, because I should remember her name. Marie Richardson. Yeah, that's it. Thank you. She tested positive and was banned from the Olympics. But yet, this kid, who is 15 years old, failed a drug test, was still allowed to compete. And like you said, right, a kid, a kid. Yeah. So where, where's there's injustice on that. There is. And I mean, it's something has to, you know what? I think the Olympics need to say, you know what? You need to be a certain age to make it to the Olympics. Something has to give here. Yeah. Something has to go. And we all know what it is. So, 
I don't think Russia should ever compete again in the Olympics. So, after the first round of competition, Valieva is in first place. She's leading. Yeah. So, now I didn't watch this when it happened because I was at work when this all happened. She's in first place. She performs last. All she has to do is have a good performance. She doesn't have to have a great performance. She just has to have a good performance. And she's going to get a medal. Yep. The kid... Because and and we're saying kid because she is technically still a kid at fifteen. Fifteen years old. Yeah, don't let anyone fool you that you know someone says, "Oh, I'm fifteen years old. I'm an adult." No, you're a kid. Shut your mouth. (laughs) So so anyway, she falls twice in her performance. Finishes in fourth. Doesn't medal. And you see the tears coming down her face. She's crying. And she's getting no sympathy whatsoever from her coaches. No sympathy from the coach. No sympathy from the, you know, and I will take stake to the American broadcasters who said good on that. You know what? Again, she's 15 years old. Yeah. Right? To Tara Lipinski. And whoever the other person is, shame on you. Shame on you for what you said. I'm going to say this because I'm I'm going to get this off my chest. And and no, I'm not using my curse card for the year on this. It's too early in the year. It is. Are are you? Did you? I think you're a little low. Are you? Are you at the mic? Yeah, I'm here right now. Well, could you turn your end up real quick? It doesn't have, I don't Anyway, first of all, I'm giving this girl a pass, a hundred percent pass. She's not the, did, she was basically forced to take the drugs. Let's just say it like it is without even hesitating. She was forced to take those drugs. Why? Because she's from Russia. And that's what, unfortunately, these Russian, you know, organizations do. It, it's sad, but it's true. This is a kid. This is a kid. I mean, I would never in a million years think of doing that to my own kid if I had a kid. Would never do that to my nephews. Never. And I hope that every listener that we have listening to this has the exact same thought that they would never let this happen to their own child no matter what it is they're doing that's the first thing the second thing shame on you Russian Olympic Committee Russia whatever the hell you want to call yourselves this is a kid 15 years old She's going to have multiple opportunities at the Olympics, I think. Because I, I, I think she'll probably come back, try again. So she's the favorite to win. Let her do her thing. Let her skate naturally. 
She could win a medal. She could win a medal for you. But no, you have to put some drug in her to make her stronger, faster, better. This is going to... We don't know what this drug could do to the kid. This could kill the kid. Did they ever think about that for one minute? That this drug could kill the kid? They probably didn't. They don't give a crap. Russia doesn't give a crap about their people. I hate to be political, but it's the honest to God truth. Russians don't care about their citizens. And then, shame on the IOC. Shame on the International Olympic Committee for allowing this kid to compete when she failed a test. If you fail a drug test, you should not compete. Plain and simple. But yet, for some reason, the IOC decides, oh, she, okay, she failed. We're going to let her compete. But if she meddles, she doesn't, you know, they don't do a ceremony. You know who that's a slap on the wrist to? That's a slap on the wrist. Well, actually, no, that's not a slap on the wrist. That's a slap to the face of every person who competed wanting a chance to win a medal. And you say, oh, well, if this person meddles, we're not going to do a ceremony. No, you do not punish every other skater for what one group did. For one group. I hope that there is an investigation that happens with the International Olympic Committee, and I hope the president, the vice president, every, anyone and everyone that was involved in this situation, I hope they either get fired or they resign. This crap should never have happened in the first place. This 15-year-old kid was caught cheating, and it wasn't her fault. Like I said, she was forced to take the drugs. She should not have competed. She should have been banned from the game. Wait till the next one. But no. Because it's Russia, and because they have this fear, they let this kid participate. I hope every top-ranking official in the IOC either gets fired or resigns for what they did and what they allowed to happen. <sighs> there. Feel better? Yeah, I, you know, and I totally agree. And something that, I mean, again, a 15-year-old kid being doped up to win a gold medal for a sport that has lost all integrity. Yeah. Lost all integrity. And it starts, and I mean, and to me, I mean, I'm a pretty, you know, as Canadians, for the most part, we're pretty nice and peaceful. To listen to the words that the commentator said when she did get fourth was disgusting. I'll tell you, you what. Know. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, and all I'm going to say is that I will, you know, but, yeah, it, it's to a point where now you're going after someone who's 15 years old when you could even do well in figure skating. Time to move on from figure skating. I mean, I'll tell you what. The people on ESPN – like, I was watching Around the Horn and Pardon the Interruption, like, the day that happened. Yeah. They had so much sympathy for this kid. You, would, you wouldn't think ESPN would, would have that, but they did. And I do, because, I mean, she, 
she's a kid. She's a kid. Right? I mean, 15 years old and a kid. And then, like you said, when, yeah. You know, it's, I, I this one, I, I will be less speechless because it just, the whole thing just stinks of, of fraud, of corruption, of everything. Exactly. And right now, and all the Americans had it, like the broadcasters say, you know what? She didn't mail, but guess what? We've been there. We, we feel bad for her. She's 15 years old. Yeah. I mean, my, there's so much anger about this story because, and you and I, we grew up with parents who lived through the Cold War with the U.S. Yep. And, and, and the Soviets. And when people say like, oh, she could end up, you know, either jailed or dead because she didn't get a medal. They're not joking. That's a legit thing that could happen to this kid. Yep. And that's, I, that's North Korea. Right. That's China. But yep. here's what I hope this young lady does. I hope her and her family have the guts, have the intestinal fortitude, because again, we're, we're a clean show. We, we don't, you know, use vulgar language yep. here most times. Yep. I hope they find a way to get out of the country and move to Canada or move to the United States because she would be treated a hell of a lot better here or there than she is right now in Russia. Yep. And then she's got to go back there and, you know, and as much as we, we love the Russian hockey players, all we all those guys overall, they not have no every, emotions. Not, not everyone gets treated the same. Yeah. You have to remember that folks. Not everybody yep. gets treated the same in Russia. Yep. yep. It, it, it's a sad statement, but it's a true statement. And the only way that it can change is if we put our voices out. The problem is you have a president in Vladimir Putin who is probably the last resemblance of the Soviet Union that does not care and does not give a crap about what his citizens, his people think that the, he could probably kill those people tomorrow. It's sad, but it's a true statement. And I really hope, I really hope the next time we hear the name Camilla Valieva, it is in a positive note and that maybe she and or her family got out of that country, relocated somewhere else. Yep. Because no kid, no one, no person, no human being boy or girl, man or woman, no matter what age, what gender, what whatever, no one should be treated like that. No one. Nope. And I totally agree. And it's, you know, it's, yeah. Maybe next time we'll see her. Maybe she will be representing Canada or representing U.S. Or any, any other country. Yeah. She, or representing she, China. Yeah, wherever. Yeah. You know, just, just get out of the country. And you wonder why it's called the the ROC because the Russians aren't even allowed at the Olympics anymore. 
And you know what? I agree with you on a statement you said earlier. I think they should ban the Russians from the Olympics. Yep. yep. They should. They really, really should. This is just going on too long. And like I said, the problem is no one has the guts to do it. And they never will. Because they know how much money is at stake. The Olympics makes billions of dollars from sponsors, from, you know, the, the economy, wherever they go. Okay, probably not this Olympics in Beijing and probably not in Tokyo, but traditionally, you know, they make money. And something needs to change. And it's sad, right? You work work hard enough. Let's say you're a discus player, right? Right. right. The discus guy, right? You work, you you train, you lift weights, and you come in second. Then you realize and you find out that your competitor – had some stuff injected mm-hmm. to win the gold, mm-hmm. right? It just got announced yesterday that Great Britain lost the the men's relay because of a doping test. Mm. You know, and what a I mean, that was what twenty twenty, right? And they just lost it, so now you're going to move up. You're going to have to take your bronze, hand it in, and get a silver, right? Yeah. It just, you know, what's the point? What so you can be the best, whatever, so you can disgrace your name at the end of it. Like I mean, I play sports for the fact that I can play for the bill ability of my talent and how good I am. Mm-hmm. But then they, I ain't taking nothing to make myself better. No. Right? Why would I do that? Why would I disgrace my name, my or my legacy, or anything else? You know, if I lose, I lose. If I lose to somebody who's better than me, that's great. Yeah. But I would be, I would be mad if I lost to somebody who's better than me that had to be injected. Yeah. You know. It, it's just a shame that this is what the modern Olympics have come to now, basically. You know. And I mean, and it's not and, just the Russians. It's uh, it's other countries too. The United States is not innocent. I'll I'll say that. They are definitely not innocent because they've had some Olympians in the past who, you know, have been caught cheating because of taking steroids. Canada too. Yeah, we had the we we had the Ben story there. Yeah, yeah. Where he won the, the Olympic gold medal and got busted for steroids. Mm-hmm. And his country went from being proud to being disappointed and he was all crying stuff and says, you know what? You and you took it, you know. And you know and what you did. And that's the thing. There's the difference between that gentleman and the 15-year-old girl. That yep. gentleman probably willingly took those steroids, took those drugs. Ben Johnson. This kid was probably forced to take them. Yep. And we probably are the only podcast, only sports podcast that has got the guts to say the truth. They forced that girl to take the drugs. Yep. Totally agree. When I was going to come on, I was going to say something about it because it pisses me off. Yeah. That the fact that they're going to, and like I said, from the top down, figure skating needs needs to go away now. 
even like you said, ESPN, they had Cindy Aaron, but yet she got blasted on NBC for two people that couldn't even hold a candle in her with the talent. Well, yes. I, I, I mean, to, to be honest, Terry Lipinski did win a gold medal. I'm just saying. Yeah, I know. But still. I know. <laughs> but still, no. I but I mean, at least has somebody know exactly what's going on, but to sit there and degrade a 15 year old, a kid, a kid. Mm-hmm. A kid. Right? You know, it's something that it can't happen. And now you're going to sit there and be like, well, I'm glad that she didn't win so we can all see the medals. Okay, that's fine, right? And go after her. But you know what? At the end of the day, you go down to her. You approach her. Hey, you know what? I'm a gold medalist. You don't need to do this. You got talent on your own to do what you mm-hmm. need to do. We will help you. Exactly. But yet you want to go and get, like, it just it boggles my mind to sit there and yes we are the first podcast that will call it out and we may be the only and the only one. we and may the only be podcast. the only one yes and, and if we aren't please let us know and then tell us what the other podcasts are so we could join them we could form like a coalition to make sure that this crap never happens again yeah. so I but mean, still we love the we love the olympics we love watching yeah. Eddie the eagle flying in 1988 I mean, or the Jamaican bobsled team go flying down and the they made, in And they made the Olympics this year. Yes. They made it again. Yeah. You know, but that was that was the story back then. I, I will never forget my mom saying, oh, Eddie the Eagle is going to be on here ski jumping. He ended up, like, last. But everybody was cheering, happy, proud. That's what the Olympics are. You know? You take the best of the best that your country can represent. Mm-hmm. And you go out there, you compete, you challenge the guy, the guys had no fear, the Jamaican bobsled team. I mean, we've all seen the movie Cool Running. Cool Running, yep. And we watched that thing live. Well, live. I was I was like two and a half, so I didn't see it when it happened, yeah. but you know. Yes. I did, you know. Well, and it was something that was that made you proud. Yes. That was the one and that's what made right? everybody proud. Yep. I thought so. Like to And it me, made everybody proud. To me, what makes the Olympics, and I'll use probably my personal favorite Olympic moment, is Carrie Carrie Strug from ninety six. Because me yeah, gymnastics. Yeah, me and my sister, we were we stayed up because this was the one in in Atlanta. So, you know, it was on our time zone. So we were able to see everything that happened. And we're watching. And it comes down to that last jump. And we're like, oh, is she going to be able to do it? She's got a bad ankle, you know. And she hits the landing. And me and her, we explode. We're like, she did it. She did it. And then you, you saw the score and they won the gold. And, you know, we were celebrating. And then we were celebrating. And then when she dropped me off into my brother's room, my brother was like, will you be quiet? I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> hey, older brothers, what can I say? What can I say? Yeah. But no, but back to, you know, okay, let's go back to the, the most recent Summer Olympics with Simone Biles. She's yes. a perfect example of someone, my God, we're, this is going to be the majority of the show, I think. And you know what? I really don't care because this is something I've wanted to talk about for two weeks. Simone Biles 
the greatest gymnast the United States will ever have. That's the truth. Yep. She is the GOAT. Yep. When she took, when she stepped down from those competitions because of the anxiety and all the other stuff she was, you know, dealing with. There wasn't anyone who, well, I think there might've been one D bag, but I don't really care who was like, Oh, she shouldn't be here. She's a quitter. She should go back in there. No, there were people that were giving her sympathy because of what she was dealing with. And they're going like, Oh, she's so brave. She's so strong. But yet, when you have a 15-year-old Russian kid lose, collapse, because, oh, she cheated on a drug test when she didn't take the damn drugs. Yep. And you bet, no. It doesn't work that way. That, that's why I don't like the media. That's why I hate the media. Because you're going to flip-flop one way to the other on situations like this. And this girl, JC and Bill podcast. We put it out there. We tell you exactly, exactly. how this, it should be. And this poor girl is probably going to have anxiety for the rest of her life. Yep. Might go into depression for the rest of her life when she shouldn't be in that situation. I hope not. I mean, she was. I watched her skate, and she's she is freaking talented. So, you know, in conclusion, shame on the Russians. Shame on the IOC. Shame on the media, except for ESPN, who get a pass this time. Yes. For bashing this poor girl. And I hope, I I really hope, that this kid gets it together and she and her family get out of Russia. Just get out of there. Please. For your come to Canada. Good. Yeah, go to, come, come to Canada. Canada. Come to Canada. Come to, I I wouldn't, like, if you went to Canada, I'd be happy. If you came to the U.S., I'd be happy. Just get the hell out of Russia. Or Sweden or Norway or exactly. Denmark or Any, somewhere. Anywhere that will appreciate you for who you are. Yep. I mean, and we appreciate good talent on this show. We do. And that kid has got talent. We notice that. Everyone's got talent. I mean, we, you know, we bash on people like Ben Simmons not playing the whole year. Or Jimmy Crapolo not throwing a pass when he should be. But we appreciate your talent. Mm-hmm. You know. I'm, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this, and I'm actually going to warn everyone right now. If we find out later this year that this kid is dead, you all better be prepared for the most explicit language episode of this podcast of all time. Because I'm going to blow my mind. Ver- it will be a free pass that day because I don't want to say either. Uh, verbally, you all better be ready for the swearing of a lifetime. You're going to probably even hear new curse words if that happens, which I really hope doesn't. I hope not either. And I mean, I, like I said, I hope that. Very talented, comes here, comes, goes to the stage, goes to where she needs to be. Yeah. You know, I don't trust the Russians with the lick of my broomstick. 
I don't I mean, trust them at all, and we're going to see what happens. I mean, I let me let me say this before we wrap it up. I I have a friend, good friend of mine. She was born in Russia, and she became adopted. She was adopted, and you know, eventually moved to the United States, and she's happy where she is. I remember talking to her years ago, and I'm not I'm not going to mention her name. Yeah, no, nope, um, but I remember her talking to me about how even when she was little, how even in adoption places, it was bad in Russia. Which goes back to the whole thing that I said. The the Russian people, Putin, all them, they do not give a crap about their people. Not one bit. Meanwhile, and yeah, you know what? You could maybe say, well, Prime Minister Trudeau doesn't care about the people. You could say Joe Biden doesn't care about the people, which, you know, depending on how you feel, may or may not be true. But at the end of the day, would you rather live in Russia or would you rather live in Canada or the United States? Well, I got a flag that hangs up on my garage. It's got a big maple leaf on there. That's yeah. where I want to live. I got I got a flag at home. Actually, I got two flags. On the front porch is the is the American the American flag. Yep. And yep. on our deck is the POW flag. Those are the only two flags that fly at our house. Yeah. Well, and I think uh, before we go though. Yes. Before we go, before we go, we need to do a shout out. Do a shout out. Oh, another one. To a to a bet that happened a couple days ago. Oh yeah, go ahead. We need to end this on a good note. <laughs> to a team. And I'll tell you what, man. Women's hockey has taken it over. Women's soccer in Canada has taken over. Men's soccer has taken over in Canada. But to watch the Canadian women win gold. There's my shout out to to the girls. You can do what you want, when you want. You train hard, you practice hard, you play hard, and you'll all win a gold medal. Um, should we mention the bet real quick? Yes. <laughs> okay, so um, our friend Daniel DK, he sent me a message on Facebook asking me. Well, first, if I was up, and then if I wanted to make a bet. So I'm like, okay, well, I know I'm up. Let me hear, let me hear, let me hear what the bet is. Let me, let me hear what the bet is. Yes. yes. So he's like, you know, we're playing each other for the gold, which I knew. Because the U.S. and Canada are like the two best women's hockey teams in the world. Yep. And, and I hope it stays that way forever, honestly. So he's like. How about we do a bet? If your team wins, I'll put the American flag as my profile picture on Facebook for a week. But if Canada wins, you have to put the Canadian flag up as your profile pic on Facebook for a week. So I was like, okay, I don't care. Sure. You know, whatever. Well, that game started very late here. So I didn't see the game. Yeah. yeah. When I saw that, 
Canada won. My first thought was, dang it. But my other thought was, I made a bet. I got to take it like a man. Yep. Yep. The problem was I didn't put the flag up right away because I was kind of busy the last couple of days, but I did put it up on Friday. Yep. So hang so out it, next, it was, Thursday. next Thursday. No, I'm going to take it down on Friday. I'm, okay. I'm going to be a man of my yep. word. I'm, I'm going to take it well, down. Well, a week would be Thursday. But if you had the extra day, I think that's justified. I, I, that's what I'll do. And you know what? That's one bet I don't mind losing because it's between countries. If he had made a bet with the Seahawks and the Commanders and I lost, then I would have had some hesitation. But, yep. or, but that's, or losing a horn access for a week. Yeah, baby. Yeah. You know. <laughs> and 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 to JC's wife again, you're welcome. Oh, she was happy. She's like, <laughs> I scored. Why aren't you? Where's the horn? I'm like, I lost the bat. I I am surprised. In all honesty, I am surprised she has not. Fred requested me after that bet. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm expecting this any moment now. Yes. I'll, I'll let her know and then she'll friend request you. <laughs> and I'll accept it as soon as I do. So, yeah. oh my. All right. Uh, to follow us on Twitter, it is JC Bill Sportcast. That's all you have to do. And you could join our Facebook group, the JC and Bill Sportscast. And I can tell you real quick that as of this recording, we have over 300 members in our Facebook group. Nice. Over nice. 300. And we just got a new one today. So uh, come join us. You don't have to be the biggest sports fan. Yeah. But if you like sports, come join us. We talk about pretty much anything and everything going on. I mean, we, so, we, I mean, we, we talk about figure skating for like 20 minutes. Like 20 minutes. Yeah, we did. You know, you know, what other places what in, other or a podcast going to talk about figure skating? None. Not, None. not too many. Right. Not, not too many. With football, with baseball, with hockey, and then yes, like you said, there is our baseball update. Baseball ten seconds. There is no update. There is no update. I mean, we even talk about basketball when it deserves it. Yep. Because we're not yep. big basketball fans, but you know, when it deserves the time, we give it the time. So. Yep. And tell your friends about us. We're we're on Apple iTunes. We're on Spotify. Uh, we're on a lot of you know uh, podcast places. So come check us out. Yes. yes. Well, that's going to do it for this time around. Um, we'll be back real soon. We're going to talk some more sports, and you know what? We're a few weeks away from. Spring training or March Madness. Yep. So we're going to get ready for that. We'll probably set up a contest uh, in a few weeks about that. I got to figure out who won on the American side of our playoff picks. So I got to figure out the Canadian side. So we'll be setting off a, there's no perfect bracket. No, no. So no one gets the hundred (laughs) dollars. Thank God. Thank God. Uh, <laughs> but there was, you know, there is a winner on the Canadian side. I'll put it on. I uh, will post it. I will send off a gift card to the winner. Yeah. 
And I think this year for March Madness, I think besides everybody entering and maybe winning like a gift prize, me and Bill are going to do a bracket. Yeah, we are. We're going to verse each other. And what we're going to do is this is okay. This is my bet to you. Okay. That we will do a we will do the brackets. Right. And the loser of the bracket between me and you has to sing the national anthem of the other country. Oh, that's fine. I could do the Canadian National Anthem. I could do that <laughs> And you know what? I'll even make it better. Okay. If I lose, I'll make it even better. If I lose that bet, I will perform the Canadian National Anthem as Robert Goulet from WrestleMania 6. Perfect. Perfect. I won't, I won't be able to wear the tux, but I'll yeah. do the voice. Yeah. So... <laughs> <laughs> How's that for a bet? Uh, there we go. You know, we're all over the map today. We're all, we're, 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 sometimes we're controversial. Sometimes we're not. And today we did stuff. We did some good stuff. Yep. We did. You know, you uh, know, all right, folks. Uh, have a good week. Um, have a good family day in Canada. Have a good president's day here in the United States. And come back for another episode of the JC and Bill Sportscast. Have a good night. Have a good night. Have a good time. Have Enjoy the time. weekend. <laughs>